You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Ben Tobin and Sean Levine on the BetQL Network. You heard the man. We're also on twitch.tv backslash betql. You can catch us on the Odyssey app, and we'll podcast the show as soon as it's over with. Thanks to Jake and CJ helping out. Brendan's in Miami. I'm here in Kansas City, and right now on the phone, we got Gabriel Checo, who's going to be taking on Rashad Evans in the Eagle FC promotion. Gabriel, thanks so much for joining us, my friend. How are you feeling before this fight? Hey, how are you, my friend? I feel great. You had a great opportunity, and... I'm ready to shock the world. It's got to be cool. You heard the name. Go ahead, go ahead, BT. No, it's got to be cool for you, Gabriel, to get this kind of an opportunity to fight a, a legend in Sugar Rashad Evans. Um, what, what, what was your reaction when they presented you the name, like the idea that you'd have an opportunity like this? Well, uh, you know, first uh, when I, I started asking for, you know, when I saw uh, that he didn't have an opponent, you know, I started asking them and say, hey, you know, I'll, I'll fight him, you know, let's do this. And, but I was like asking, but not really believing they're going to give to me, you know. And when they present, you know, uh, uh, the proposal to fight him, I was like, wow, here we go. Now now we're talking about, you know, now it's real. So I was pretty shocked too. How did you end up with this promotion? Because it seems like lots of people want to jump on board. Khabib's obviously at the top of it. How would you end up with Eagle FC? How I end up uh, getting uh, into Eagle? Yeah, how would you end up with this promotion? Uh, you know, I knew, I knew uh, you know, it was a Khabib promotion, and uh, Rizvan and Ali most likely would be involved with that. Uh, so right away, since I know and I'm, uh, I'm a friend of Ali, Right away, I gave him a call, and I was like, hey, man, you know, if you guys need me, I'm ready. Let's go. How much How do you much do you like that idea, uh, Gabriel, the idea of a, a fighter, the caliber of Habib running a mixed martial arts promotion? Like, do you – is that cool to you that the idea of a guy, a, a fighter who has done so much is now – you know, running his own fight promotion? Do you, do you have a do – do you like that idea that this guy is, uh, is behind all of it? Yeah, for sure. You know, you uh, uh, you know, Khabib was a great fighter. You know, a legend, and uh, most likely he was on. on uh, uh, you know, he probably knew what the, the fighters needed. You know, and uh, and I think he embraced the idea, and having the experience of being a fighter, he ended up you know going to the other side, and hopefully he's gonna do better because of his experience of a previous fighter. You know. Speaking of experience, both you and Sugar have plenty of that. Going to go at it in the Eagle FC promotion. We're talking with Gabriel Checo here on the BetQL Network. Obviously, grappling is your thing. You're one of the best in the world. Is your plan to take this fight to the ground, or are you just as good standing up with Sugar? Uh, 
you know, I usually say uh, I don't plan anything on a fight. I let the fight happen, right? Because you can plan something, but uh, it, it never really works. Sometimes the, the way you plan, since it's a fight, everything can happen, right? Uh, of course, everybody knows uh, where I come from. You know, I come from jiu-jitsu. I like to represent jiu-jitsu inside the cage. And if we can have the fight on the ground, great. Uh, I don't care, you know, if I'm going to have my back on the ground or his back on the ground. Uh, I'll be ready for either way. Talking to Gabriel Checker here. Now, Gabriel, you got a bit of a relationship with uh, UFC lightweight champion Charles Oliveira, who has uh, had a hell of a year. Some arguing that maybe he is the fight of the year. What have you thought of his year? Like y- y- your guy there and all the success that he's had uh, this past in 2021. Oh, man, you know, uh, unbelievable experience, you know, being side of him, you know, uh, every time he came fight here in the United States, uh, we start together, you know, uh, when I start fighting, you know, back in Brazil, uh, we, we came along from the same team, you know, uh, and now actually, you know, having this uh, big opportunity to fighting, you know, on Eagle FC and fighting a big legend as Rashad Evans. So, you know, I'm bringing one of his coaches, you know, one of his main training partners and coach to help me from this camp. So we're going to come back to my roots, you know, where I came from. Uh, my team where I started everything and we're going to make the old Gabriel Checo as used to be back in the day uh, finishing fights, you know, on the first and second round. Of course, the old Gabriel Checo came out of Brazil. I think I saw that you're living in Vegas. How do you like living in Las Vegas? Does that give you an advantage in your training? Uh, I've been here in Vegas right now. This uh, next April will be eight years. I, I decided to move here uh, to open my own jiu-jitsu school. Uh, I lived here back in the day when I was uh, way younger, back in 2008, just to be, you know, a, a foreign uh, student to learn English. And and then we decided to come back and open a, our own business here, you know, me and my family. And here we are, 80 years after, doing great, doing what I love, teaching people Brazilian jiu-jitsu, and be able to do full-time, you know, as a fighter and, uh, you know, instructor, coach. Gabriel, you uh, you mentioned earlier in the interview, you plan on shocking the world on January 28th when you take on Rashad. He's a legend. Everybody knows what his accolades are, but, you know, you've been around some of the best of the best, too. You know what that's like. I, don't, I, I imagine you won't be dwarfed by the moment, but how, how do you make it not feel so big that you don't look across the cage and think, holy crap, that's Sugar Rashad Evans, and I have an opportunity to beat him? You know, uh, first of all, you know, all, all the respect, you know, towards him. He's a, a UFC Hall of Fame, you know, a legend, you know. Uh, but once we step inside the cage, uh, it's going to be me or him. And he's he trying to take money out of my kid's plate. So I'm going to make him pay for that. As we keep talking about all these shock in the world and big upsets, what were you thinking a couple of weeks ago when you saw Amanda Nunez lose that fight? Well... That was very impressive, you know, very impressive. I did not expect that at all. When I saw that happening, I, I was super shocked. I'm sure, like it was. Uh, we all we all were. But getting back to your your, uh, your reaction to to Oliveira getting that win, like is something like that inspiring to you, Gabriel? You talk about a guy that you've been with from the beginning, seeing him where his career started not exactly the best record to be now this unstoppable force. Like, does that you as a fighter, does that give you new inspiration knowing that like, Hey, it's never, 
it, 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 it's never too late to turn things around or get things to where you want them to be in your career when you see Charles Oliveira now on top of the world and you saw him from the beginning? Well, yeah, 100%, man, you know. Uh, that guy is like a, a, a his fate, you know, in Jesus. It's uh, something that inspired me so much, you know, uh, to be a better person, better fighter, you know, and, uh, and, and makes you to want more, you know. And definitely, you know, seeing where he came from, uh, and you know what what happened to his career on the past, and now where he is right now, is definitely, you know, uh, very inspiring for me. You know, Gabriel. On that point, is there a, is there like a prime for a fighter when you're at your best? Because it feels like nowadays you're talking about Charles Oliveira yourself. These guys that get up in their 30s, heck, even their early 40s, are still going at it. I mean, look at a guy like Glover Teixeira. He's holding the belt right now. How come these guys these days can fight in their late 30s and early 40s and still be as good as the young cats? Uh, you know, I believe it nowadays is way different. You know, the 30s, 40s, you know, if you compare it to like, you know, 30, 40 years ago, you know, how was the, uh, uh, the, the people around 30, 40 years of age, you know, back in the day, you know, they were like old already as, you know, hitting their 40 years old, you know. Nowadays, you see as a big example, you know, Glover Teixeira being a, a UFC heavyweight champion, you know, uh, on that age, you know, uh, I think, you know, uh, the sports is going to another uh, uh, generation that is, I believe, more experienced. It's better for you. It's not against you anymore as your age, you get older, you know. Now, Gabriel, you were going to fight in uh, the bare-knuckle MMA promotion from Jorge Masvidal, the, the game-bred fighting promotion, the, the card I think ended up getting canceled for COVID and all that type of stuff. But uh, bare-knuckle MMA, man, this seems crazy. I mean, bare-knuckle fighting's enough, but now they're also just, you guys are going to go into a cage bare-knuckle and go fighting? Like, what were you thinking uh, signing up for something like that? Well, there was something that I was looking for, you know, since they started that bare-knuckle boxing, you know, uh, uh, I was looking for like, I was like, oh man, I can't wait for the day they have Bernaco MMA, you know, that's like, you know, uh, uh, when I started, you know, training uh, uh, jiu-jitsu when I was like 15 years old, you know, we didn't even have YouTube or, 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 or internet, you know, to see uh, the legends fighting. But I remember seeing like, you know, walking through a, through a, a seeing magazines of like Vanille Silva, you know, George Pacino Macaco, you know, all of those guys, like, all covered in blood and, like, you know, fighting uh, bare-knuckle MMA, how they started, you know. So that was something that I was like, man, I need to do this one day, you know. And that was very unfortunate. I wasn't able to do it. You know, they, they canceled the card and then they postponed and then my opponent pulled out. I was very excited to do it, you know. That would be a good experience and to have my record and say, hey, I did what they did, you know, 25, 30 years ago. Well, if you're talking about fighting a legend, it worked out well for you. You got a UFC Hall of Famer and Sugar Rashad Evans. How different is it when you're fighting a guy like that, not just a big name, but literally a guy that's in the Hall of Fame? Well, it's a, it's a, it's a big opportunity for me, you know. Uh, I can't be looking too much uh, as him, you know, uh, uh, because usually I don't like to, to – actually, I don't like too much to study my opponents, you know. I let them to my coaches to do that because I get nervous. So I just focus on me, what I need to do, and I don't focus on my opponent. So that way I can fight more calm, you know, and don't get too nervous. Uh, but, you know, 
it is what it is. It won't be any different from any other opponent. I'm I'm stepping that cage to win, no matter who is going to be there. Do you look at this, Gabriel, like you speak with Ali when you were talking about this and playing this out? Like, do you see this as you get the win against Rashad and you want to have a good run with Eagle and maybe become a champ with them? Do you are you going to keep your options open? Maybe get back into the the bare knuckle MMA. Like, what what do you see as the next step? I know fighters like to live and just take care of what's next, but like, how how do you want to use this? I guess as a launch for the next path of your career. No, definitely. Uh, I'm looking. I'm looking forward to stay with Eagle. You know, uh, for a long term. You know. Uh, they're taking care of me really well, so uh, I can't say anything bad against them. You know, uh, actually, I signed a contract for fights with them. Uh, that was something that I, 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 I was really happy about it as well. You know, to sign a contract and and have a long term relationship with them. So definitely, I'm looking forward to get a win and come back as soon as possible to the cage and fight again. Gabriel Checo taking on. Sugar Rashad Evans in the uh, Eagle FC promotion joining us here on Tapped Out. We really appreciate your time, Gabriel. Stay healthy and good luck in the fight coming up, man. Thank you very much, my friend. You have a great day. Take care. So now, BT, we've had on both the guys that are coming up in the fight, right? And it's one of those that, like we were talking about with Gabriel, you know that he wants to get it to the ground. He'll say he'll take it standing up or whatever. And it feels like Sugar Rashad, if it goes to the ground, he's not going to panic, but he'll just knock you out, right? Like, that's kind of his thing. That's kind of what he became famous doing. Now that we've talked to both the guys, and keep in mind that Gabriel still might be on the line talking to our producer, who are you liking this one? Man, it's it's so tough to know what Rashad we're going to get. Like, Gabriel just fought in October. He's been active and grappling. Like, He's been in the thick of it, and I know that Rashad feels great, and he's training with Tyrone Spong, and he's training with Greg Hardy, and these are guys who I think are keeping him very young, you know. But we haven't we haven't seen that Rashad in a long time, Sean. So it's it's tough to know. Like I do feel like yes, that he probably thinks he's going in here with a guy who can't strike, and isn't a danger. But those are always the ones where you're like, all right. But if he's feeling a little bit, if you feel like you're in no danger, that's sometimes the ones where you're in the most danger because you let your guard down. We saw this, you know, just with uh, with Tyrone Woodley last week. He thought he wasn't in trouble against Jake Paul, and then he gets turned he into a meme, you know? So I just think that I, I, I think I would favor Gabriel just because he's been in the thick of it, even though I, obviously Rashad has the better MMA resume. You asked him an interesting question about fighting in the Eagle FC promotion that Khabib heads up. And we've seen a lot of fighters, former fighters, try to take kind of over. You know that obviously Masvidal has his promotion. And before that, Ken Shamrock. And there have probably been, you know, 10, a dozen guys that have tried this. And a lot of them have failed. A few of them have succeeded. Regionally, Anthony Pettis kind of has his thing going on. Doesn't it feel a little different with Khabib? Like, doesn't it feel like this could be, at some point, a major promotion and not just a welcome to the United States type thing? Especially if he keeps getting... I don't know what I want to call Kevin Lee or Diego Sanchez because I don't want to say they're burnouts. They kind of are in the UFC, kind of Bellator-ish type fighters, but it feels like a good way to build your brand. Yeah, it's interesting, man. I went to their facility uh, when they had this launch press conference, and they're not trying, I think, to sell out arenas. It's a little small venue. You're going to have a few hundred people there to watch it. I don't think that's too big a task to take on. Like You do start small. You put on a good product. You have a couple fights go viral, and then people are talking about you. I think they're going about it the right way, too. And, yeah, they got to start to front it up. I think I think he is captivating. No matter when he speaks, people are going to be into what Khabib says.
And of course, probably not ring card girls in the promotion. I would imagine no, he's uh, no, not a big no. fan. That's Brendan Tobin down there in Miami. <laughs> By the way, I appreciate you rubbing it in. Now that you, I go, right before we came on the show, I go, oh, man, there's like two feet of snow outside. BT goes, I just got back from I feel horrible in when the ocean. Yeah, I you feel sound like you feel horrible. You, horrible, you have a yeah. fire behind you. Yeah. I was in the no, ocean can, yesterday, Sean. I don't know what you to tell you, man. You sound less guilty than my girlfriend when she apologizes. Like you say it, but you don't mean it. <laughs> I mean it though when I say we're coming back right here on the BetQL Network.